Welcome to Gaia's Love, a podcast of brief messages to help humanity bridge the gap to the new earth. My name is Vivian Gerard. It is my delight to be a scribe for consciousness today, sharing the wisdom that flows through from source. Here we go. Episode 311. It is Monday, the Monday after Thanksgiving weekend here in the U.S. I've taken some time off and I arrived back here so happy (laughs) to be back in this podcast space and in my routine. I went for a run this morning. It's really cold here and wet, and last night it was kind of snowy and sort of that in-between precipitation. You don't know if you're going to get rain or ice or snow, and so this morning I didn't think I'd be able to run, but it stopped raining, and the temperature was right at 37, (laughs) which is still cold, but it's above freezing, so I went for my run, and it just felt so good to have my feet back on the earth and moving my body after lots of eating this weekend and sitting and watching TV and sitting in conversation. felt really good to just move and get outside. So I encourage you, if you have been housebound over the holiday weekend, get outside today for a little while and reconnect to Gaia. Put your feet down in some dirt or if you're lucky enough to be at the beach, (laughs) put your feet on the sand in the ocean. Yeah, it's a good way to start the new week and to step into December. So we have um, shifted gears, I guess if that's the right feeling. Um, You know, I've been talking a lot about this in the podcast and in the Sunday meditations, that we're moving towards this shift uh, in the calendar, turning of the page from 2019 into 2020. But also what I sense is this energetic portal or doorway, this movement through into a really powerful expansion year ahead. When I was reading Astro Mama this morning, she was talking about Jupiter and how Jupiter is uh, also in transition tomorrow and that the next year ahead is going to have this really grounded expansion you know cosmic amazing awarenesses but very grounded in this earthly reality and that sense of um, anticipation for that shift it's it's very exciting like I can feel what is on its way or what we are headed towards and at the same time (laughs) what I have noticed in my journey, I don't know if you're experiencing the same thing, is such intensity of emotion and clearing and completions in a way that I was a little surprised by. I didn't quite expect that I still had a lot to look at or complete. I feel like I I feel really good about how I keep up with my work and also there's always layers underneath the layers. And so this past weekend, I um, I was sad quite a bit, and there really wasn't any physical reason to be sad. There was no emotional reason. It was just this energy, this feeling of 
um, pain, you know, like some endings for me are very painful and I know those endings are are not true endings because, you know, whenever things complete, there's some new beginning that starts and there's some evolution that's continuing. But um, for some reason, it was just a really uh, difficult few days for me. And there's also, you know, this contraction before an expansion, which I've talked about often, when we know we're about to birth something new or step into something at a bigger level for ourselves, there's kind of a squeezing through the portal that happens, like in the birth canal. You got to squeeze through that tiny end opening to be able to come out into the world. It's much the same for us when we're expanding at a soul level here in this human journey. Um, and knowing all that, you think we'd be prepared for the contractions, and yet <laughs> we're not often. We're like, what's happening? What's going on? What's wrong? <laughs> How did I screw things up? What else is happening? You know, we tend to really judge and evaluate ourselves when we're in that squeezing phase right before the next expansion happens. And that was the case for me over the weekend. So I was also out of my routine and my regular patterns of days because of the holidays and family and stuff coming and going. And, um, and I noticed that does throw me not throw me off. It's harder to keep my steadiness when I don't have my regular meditation time and my physical movement with my running and when I'm eating more sugary foods. You know, there was just a lot happening in my uh, my regular body experience <laughs> that was not how I normally treat my body. And so it tends to throw us off a bit. Okay, so naming all of that, <laughs> what I want to share, what I want to tap into with you today is this idea of lucid dreaming. Um, I think it was maybe Saturday, like Friday night into Saturday morning. I think that's when it was. We didn't have a lot of sleeping in mornings the way I was hoping. <laughs> so I'm trying to remember which morning it was, but I sort of slept in a little bit later. I think it was Saturday. I had this dream, oh, I'm going to try explain it to you and we'll see if it translates. So I've had lots of turmoil in my dreams which is part of energy completing and bringing us awareness so that we can process it during our waking hours, I believe. And so I had this, um, I had some dreams that didn't feel so good and then I woke up and I went back to sleep and then I was right at that in-between hour, you know, early in the morning where you're just sort of in between wake and sleep. And I was fully aware that I was dreaming, but in my dream, it was as if I was talking to you right now. It was that real. I was feeling it as it was happening. And that uh, process is often called lucid dreaming or astral travel or, you know, there's lots of different names for it. To me, it's just presence while you're asleep, conscious, awake, <laughs> whatever title. It was, so here's what it felt like. In the dream, I, I realized it was like I suddenly was walking on the beach at Laguna Beach in California, which is one of my favorite places. 
and I could feel underneath my feet the warmth of the sand, the texture of the sand. I had this full body awareness that it was really warm outside, which is not what it was feeling like here in Cincinnati. In my bed as I was asleep, <laughs> it was nothing like an ocean. <laughs> Although I could hear the ocean because I play the ocean music while I sleep. I could hear the ocean music and knowing it was coming from my phone, but being fully aware that I was walking by the beach and it was also coming from the ocean. And as I was laying there, I could, I could sense, well, let me try to explain this way. As I was walking on the beach in my dream, I could tell that the ocean was on my left and I could hear the sound from the ocean coming in through my left ear. I could see the sun ahead of me. It was the Pacific on the left and then all of the United States, the land spread out on my right. And I was walking up the beach and there was sunshine like out in front of me and it was sparkling on the water. I could look to the left and see that like shimmer, you know, that you see when the sun and the water are meeting. I could hear all the noises of the people around me and the birds and the ocean crashing. Like it was it was amazing. <laughs> I was just walking on the beach, fully aware that I was having a dream about walking on the beach, but feeling the bliss of that experience. And it was just an incredible moment. And then I woke up and I was just laying there and realizing that the ocean music was playing on my phone, hearing that, being aware that my husband was on my side, coming back into like, I'm here in this reality, but I was just at the beach. Like I was literally just walking on the beach. That was amazing. And then I was just laying there receiving the beauty of that visceral experience. And then my husband started waking up and talking and sharing. And I just was like, shh, <laughs> shh, not yet. Let me just stay in the feeling a little bit longer. And I tried to explain it to him and I started crying because it was just such a pure joy in my whole body. And I couldn't translate the joy for him. But I was trying to explain it. I was like, oh, it was so good. <laughs> it was so good. And it just started my day in this really peaceful space. And then, you know, the weekend continued and more emotions and more feelings. So last night I went to bed really, really tired. I haven't been sleeping well. And I I went to bed just feeling like, oh, like I'm sad. And how's everything going to get done before the end of the year? And is this how I'm going to feel for the whole of December? And I don't want to feel like this. And, you know, just really in a, a space of struggling and trying to calm my mind down. My mind has been overactive the last few days. And, and so I fell asleep. You're getting the full story. I fell asleep and I was in my dream. I was sleeping really deeply, really quickly because I was so tired. And it was probably an hour and a half, two hours when I woke up right in the middle of this dream I'm going to share. And so what I remember is I was having this dream in my bedroom, but I was not laying in my bed. I was walking around and my grandfather was in the living room and I was, who is no longer alive. And I was walking my grandfather into the bedroom to put him into our bed to sleep like he was a guest and I was putting him to bed and he was having a difficult time walking. And so I was helping him and then I became aware that my grandmother was in the living room and um, my grandmother's name was Momsi, my grandfather's name was Dadsy. 
And so I turned my attention to my grandmother and I was, uh, she asked me like, you know, is everything prepared so you can walk me into the room? I won't fall over anything. And so I was sort of helping her by walking backwards while she was walking forwards. And, you know, we were, she handed me a cup of tea. (laughs) Like it was just this incredibly beautiful experience. And I was walking and I realized there were things in the way and it felt like she sort of sat down on a chair, but she hadn't made it all the way to the bed yet. And I knew she needed to get to the bed. And so I was trying to clear things out of the way and I went back to get her from the chair. And as I helped her stand up, she leaned like all the way into me and she gave me this hug. (laughs) Ah, I can't talk about it without crying. She like leaned in and gave me this incredible hug, like full arms around me, you know, just strong and all this love. She just like poured all this love into me in my dream. And I was aware I was dreaming, but I was also like receiving this hug from her and oh my God, it was amazing. (laughs) And so I, I've been crying. (laughs) I, I woke up knowing like, There's so much love. My grandmother is just right here. And the energy of my grandmother is right here. And just feeling so peaceful and so connected to her and to this universal energy field of love. And it was just the most beautiful dream. As I was just laying there trying to go back in, (laughs) trying to go back into the hug. (laughs) And I couldn't. I couldn't do it, but I was just laying there feeling the sweetness of it. And and then I just was thinking about that a lot through the night. And so this morning when I, when I was running, I remembered a podcast that I did um, earlier this year called Honoring the Grandmothers. It's episode 158. So as I was getting dressed and ready, I was listening to the podcast and <laughs> cried <laughs> through the whole podcast because it was all about the love of my grandmother and I read from the book I wrote last year this line, this this section about the grandmothers and the way that they love us as souls and I said in, in the book I wrote in times of confusion or struggle our grandmother's energy is always accessible and it's just our choice to tune in and to receive it <laughs> So I'm reading, or I'm listening to that today, listening to myself read this part from the book and feeling the love of my grandmother just holding me so steady through this podcast from March and in the dream from last night and in the book from last December. And, you know, just the touchstones, the moments where, where that, anchor that umbilical cord has presented itself for me when I needed it and it's just the most incredible gift it's just such a it's such a pure vibration of love so I share that with you one to invite you to go back and listen to episode 158 if you haven't and hear what I share about the grandmothers and in that episode it's one of those where I refer you back to another one which is about sacred partnerships and you can kind of do the backward steps if you want and listen to those other two podcasts and you'll receive so much so much from listening to them 
I know because <laughs> I just did all these months later. So I invite you to listen to that. And I also name what I feel more and more of us are going to be experiencing as we complete this year, which is tapping into um, the love, the support of our guides, of our angels, of our infinite soul. You know, you can name cosmic collective energy, whatever name feels true to you. But I really believe that as we move through the end of this year, the veil is is going to be thinner, especially in our dream space. And we're going to be receiving messages of love and support and steadiness and encouragement to really align with this movement into expansion. When we're in the contraction and it feels really heavy or dark or scary or unknown, you know, when it feels like, oh, what's, what's even happening? <laughs> Which is how I felt a lot this weekend. We can be reminded that this is just a human story that's playing out. And these are just lessons that we called in that we wanted to experience in physical form. And that's really all that's happening. And when we tune into this pure love, like I felt with my grandmother, and which I believe every human can feel with grandmother energy, when we tap into that, we know absolutely in every cell of our human bodies, we know that we are connected to something divine, to something much greater than what our mind is struggling with in the moment. And that we are never doing it by ourselves. There's always this umbilical cord that directly connects us to source or to God or the infinite. And so even when it feels um, unfamiliar or a little scary if things are changing, it's okay. It's all okay. And we can trust that and tune into that and expand that. And then the contractions just sort of ease up and we pop out of whatever that unknown place was. There's a great video that my friend Elaine posted in the Soulshine Tribe on Facebook. I think it was just last week. And she shared it from a site I think called Dodo. But it's of this time lapse of a animal, <laughs> insect, that transmutes in front of the video camera over all these various time-lapse photos. It transmutes or molds into a, uh, not a butterfly, a white moth. But to see its process of how many times it sheds its skin, and then a new form comes through. And then it sheds that skin and a new form comes through and you watch this video I don't know it's me three or four minutes but it's the same insect and it just keeps shedding another skin and I remember as I was watching this like fascinated going how many times do we all shed another layer like we think we're done <laughs> we think we're complete and then there's this other whole metamorphosis that's going to happen if we can trust that there's an eventual emergence that is beauty. And maybe that doesn't happen in the physical journey. Maybe that happens when we die and we return back to source. Or maybe we can access it 
before then. You know, I don't know. We're all figuring that out. But the knowing that we just continually evolve and it's all okay and it's just the process, it brought me a lot of comfort and I believe it will for you also if you're finding any matches to what I'm sharing. So watch the video and just know like it's another layer. <laughs> it's another becoming and we're exactly where we chose to be. And there's a lot to look forward to, to anticipate about 2020 and, and this Jupiter energy that is just, <laughs> Astro Mama's post was so good. There's a lot of good that is arriving. And maybe we're shedding some of the old to make room for all of that new good. So yeah, there's some episodes to listen to and a video to watch and Astro Mama post to read. If you are in the same space I am, all of these resources are available. Just do a little treasure hunt and, and dive in. Alright, let's begin this new month of December. Thank you for tuning in to this vibration of pure love. I invite you to join me on Sunday mornings for an hour of meditation, visualization, and energy healing, where we realign our mind-body-spirit with Gaia and Source. You can learn more at mysouljourney.com. Let's take this message of Gaia's love out into all of our relationships and communities today. So much love from my heart to yours.